I do a great uh, mouth trumpet. Steven, it's our 10th episode. Episode 10. <laughs> it is our... Uh, and dec- we have learned something new each time. Yes. Well, what, what have you Let learned? Let me tell you what I learned today. <laughs> it sounds like you have something prepared. <laughs> well, I about five minutes before this started, I decided it was a good time to have a post-workout um, protein shake. Guess what? <laughs> that coats your mouth. In a mm, Pepto Bismol like yeah. film that can't yeah, not, be not uh, shook, shaken. Not the best. Not the yeah. Hey, a happy, happy uh, summer solstice. Happy summer solstice to <laughs> you. Gotta, you. Uh, you got to change your change. bed sheet. <laughs> so you beat me to it. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's, got it. It's time to change sheets twice a year. You got to change the sheets because there's only a summer and a winter, right? There's there's no spring and fall solstice. Right. Those are equinox. Equinoxes, yeah, yeah, yeah. equinoxes. I'm, I'm not an ast- I'm not an astronomer, but um, I got important things to say. Oh, please um, go ahead. I went uh, home for Father's Day, and I have yes. to tell you, um, my parents are both listeners to this podcast <laughs> faithfully. I'm very nice. very proud. Um, but my mom pointed out that I've been uh, hard on her and have only said great things about my dad. So now I'd like to take a moment and rib on. <laughs> my father for a second because he said to me nate i think i may have reviewed your podcast and given it one star oh and i went oh no we have like three ratings total i think we have more than i think i think we have six actually uh and a quick plug here please uh please rate and review us (laughs) on itunes on google play on wherever you get your podcasts Yes. That helps us be found. <laughs> but he said uh, it may have gone through as one star. And I said, well, how did that, like, did you really dislike it that much? He goes, no, I thought that you had to click on the stars to fill up the meter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like to get to the five stars, you have to, like, fill in star one, fill in star two, fill, uh, we're almost there. Well, he clicked that first star, and he thought that he submitted. Uh, thankfully, he was so confused by the process, it did not go through. <laughs> yeah, I was um, going to say. But he almost he, gave us a one-star review. <clears throat> so as of right now, we have six ratings, all five stars. <laughs> thank you, listeners. Yes, thank you. So I, it must be more than just our parents, because as far as I know, that's only four people. <laughs> so. Plus two others. Plus two others. That's great. Well, I don't. I don't think my my parents have reviewed it. So I think we're doing good. We, I don't know. We might be the only five out of five uh, rated show. Now, <laughs> was your mom bothered by the uh, McDonald's onion hamburger debacle? Yeah, she. Uh, she actually pulled my extended family on Father's Day to see if she could get uh, some some backup there. <laughs> to which so my aunt replied, is- "I think I did get plain." hamburgers this whole time so i'm not sure she got a whole lot of help but um i just want to say mom you are a great mom you are still a great mom and uh (laughs) you gave us uh mcdonald's hamburgers whenever we win uh whatever the uh, equivalent will be for an oscar when podcasts get their day yeah uh, and you're on the potties the pie when you're on stage uh accepting collecting my potty 
Uh, hey, I will. I will expect a better uh, a better speech, please. Well, maybe you. Yeah, maybe you accept it for us, and I'll just be in the back, mm. kind of um, fist bumping. <laughs> That's yeah. It's like whenever uh, whenever like a movie wins best picture, and there's like fifty people that go up on stage, and they're all like, it's like a big mosh pit, and there's only the, right. only the directors talking, no one's listening, everyone's just yelling. Right. Yeah. That'll be me in the background. Um, but we're on episode ten, and uh, I feel like we're still in our infancy. Yes, that's right. We have a long road ahead of us, a journey full of laughs and and deep thoughts. Will you join us on our journey? <clears throat> this is getting creepy. And <laughs> which Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie would you put at the top? Mm, either Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not Enough. Really? I'm gonna say World Is Not Enough. Definitely not Die Another Day. No, I do no no no. That that one's probably on the bottom of the list. You would say world is not enough before you say Goldeneye. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember much about Goldeneye. When I think Goldeneye, I think of one thing and one thing only. The Nintendo sixty four video game. Yes. You play odd job and he's too short and the headshots <laughs> are you know, like yeah. miss a lot of the time. We would always outlaw him in uh, multiplayer. I mean that makes Goldeneye. sense. <clears throat> I now, play in the stacks with those with the the glass. Yes containers yes. you can you can yes are you uh now if we somehow arranged where you and i versed each other in goldeneye mm-hmm. how confident are you that you would win i am 20 percent uh, <laughs> okay so you you don't tout yourself as a as a goldeneye uh, i'm not a gold uh, i'm not great at it because uh, you know what you seem like the kind of guy who laid lay so many proximity mines. Like you feel like a guy <laughs> who never enjoyed actually using a gun. You were more of the like I'm going to create proximity mine, time mine, proximity mine, and just stand back and watch their corner of the screen as it fills with flames. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong, <laughs> but it was always my dad who enjoyed. The proximity mines, and I would take particular joy when he would forget where he put them oh, and then blow himself up. Yes. I'm, now, okay, go on. What what did, what was your weapon of choice in multiplayer? Uh, that would be the rocket launcher. Mm, okay. The overpowered weapon of you could just go crazy with that thing. Now, see, in my opinion, the grenade launcher was the perfect weapon. Yeah, but because you got to you gotta get that arc just right. But you can you can bounce that thing. You bounce off it down walls. a hallway. Yeah, and you could get around corners. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. No. That that was good. Um, let's quickly talk about uh, a game that I could beat you at, which is oh. Smash Brothers for N sixty four. No, this is going to be a huge problem because that is patently false. I play as Mario. One of the worst characters that you can play in that game. By worst, you mean like so annoying be- and <laughs> difficult to beat? Wait, wait. I'm going to guess your... Can I guess your character? Please. <sighs> Star Fox. No. No Samus. way. <laughs> nope. You got one more guess. Okay. My next... Pikachu. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you don't know me at all. You don't even know me. Captain Falcon. Oh, well, hold on a second. I said what? Star Fox, and you looked at me like you made a 
uh, sound like I was the furthest off I could be. Falco, it is. It's totally different. Captain Falcon is basically just a a fiery Star Fox. He moves you about the same. So he jumps about the same. I can't even measure how full of it you are right now because okay, no, he might it be is completely Captain Falcon. No, nothing like any of those. He I'm, charges I'm up so a mad punch. right now. Doesn't he charge up a punch like Donkey Kong? It not not really. Like listen. I would next time listen. We, let me tell you, Captain Falcon drops like a rock, and if I get you near an edge and throw you off, you'll be down <laughs> so fast. All right, here yeah. we go. Stock. <laughs> three lives, not timed. Yes. That's uh, right. Every weapon except the hammer. Okay. And I'm in. Well, we're going to do it. Next time you're in Florida, I'll, I'll bring my Nintendo 64 into our main auditorium and hook it up somehow <laughs> to the death. Hey, if you want to go GameCube, I'm even more comfortable as Mario in GameCube. Was there a Super Smash Brothers for GameCube? Oh, there is. And and Mario gets a new <laughs> a new reflective cape. I don't I don't recognize GameCube as a Please use the word canonical know. right now. I was going to say it but I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't see it as a first tier Nintendo platform. Let's put it that way. Uh, Here's yeah. why. Yeah, you're right. There is not an amazing Mario game for GameCube. Ain't that the truth? And I mean I had a GameCube. Those little discs, it's weird. But it's just not. I don't know. I like it's the, the little discs. They're cute it's little the, little it's things. It's the least Nintendo feeling platform. I think they have Luigi have. Mansion. Did you play that at all? No. Decent Star Fox game. I think Star Fox Adventures was on GameCube. Yeah, but if you think, would, if you, if you compare it to a, had Mario Super Smash Sunshine, Brothers, I think. See that it doesn't even sound good. Yeah. I mean, if you go from Super Mario sixty four, that's a high bar. Oh, you know what I mean? let me tell you what I learned this week. And I have yes. changed my mind. Okay. okay. By the way, I'm cutting, I'm cutting our entire podcast right up until the <laughs> Nintendo 64 conversation. Okay. Just very good. Just very good. Is, okay. It's just this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I watched a 20-minute YouTube video <laughs> yes. basically saying the thesis is Banjo-Kazooie is a better game than Mario 64. And I ended up agreeing at the end of it they compared it like line by line i used to think mario 64 is the the flagship right i think banjo kazooie is better did you play banjo kazooie i loved banjo kazooie and Mm -hmm. even the sequel banjo tooie oh yes yes i and and honestly i I'll have to watch this video. If you don't mind sending yep, me a yep. link, I would be yep. very curious. On its way. But uh, <clears throat> I would, uh, just on the face of it, I would probably agree. Because I do remember Banjo-Kazooie being an extremely enjoyable game. Did and, you beat uh, Banjo-Kazooie? I did. I what did. was the name of the witch that uh, that you fight? Oh, Gr- Gr- Grundle. Gr- Grin- Grinzella. Uh, Grin- Grundle. Gr- Gruntilda. Gruntilda. I think that- <laughs> I think that's it. That was it. Yes, Gruntilda. Um, yeah, it was a it was an incredible game. Yeah, and even oh, her last name's Winky Bunyan. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I did not, but I now found the end of this podcast episode just then. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, man, we could probably talk about Nintendo sixty four games. What's oh, your favorite Nintendo sixty four game? Oh my goodness! I mean, you can't even. 
I don't know how you can even ask that. Uh, but, oh, man. You're thinking about it, that's though. T- you that's can't tough. stop thinking about it. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to give it a week. You know what? Whatever movie we decide to watch next. Top five Nintendo 64 games? <laughs> the top five, yes. It's exactly what it needs to be. Uh, did you play Perfect Dark when it came out? No. Really? Perfect, Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark was, Perfect Dark was like, it was like the futuristic version of GoldenEye. Like it, it had even multiplayer levels that mimicked the GoldenEye levels, and um, I mean it was basically like, yeah, it was a it was a futuristic GoldenEye video game. Had nothing to do with 007 at all, but it felt just like it. Ooh, okay. Let me just just wet the whistle of uh, since we're cutting <laughs> yeah. out most of the podcast except this. Let me wet the whistle of <laughs> yeah. those who listen. Uh, yes, and just to think about uh, the games that will be considered next week. Yes. Super Mario 64, GoldenEye. Yes. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Yes. Mario Kart 64, Super Smash Brothers, Star Fox 64, Banjo-Kazooie. We had the Banjo-Tooie. I played a lot of Diddy Kong Racing. Pokemon Snap is in there. Banjo-Tooie. Kirby the Crystal Shards, Wave Race 64, yes. 1080 Snowboarding. Yes. And all the Mario parties that would destroy friendships. I played a bunch of WWF games, not not at home. Those were outlawed. Sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> Cruising USA. I would play that mention, on 64. Did you mention uh, Diddy Kong Racing? Oh, Diddy Kong Racing. Yes, yes. Did, uh, I did mention that. And yes, you race okay, a yes. giant hog, I believe, is the big bad guy in that. Yes, yes. And you can race as a plane, a hovercraft, or a car, which was oh, amazing. Such a great game. And then you, you go yes. against like Mr. Clock or whoever that time guy yeah. was. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, You so end up good. racing. Remember the day where you had to go to, this is going to age us quite a bit, not that this Nintendo 64 <laughs> talk hasn't already. <laughs> yes. Um, Remember when you had to go to a video store and you could rent 64 games just like you could yes. rent a, yes, absolutely. a movie? I, I did that many times. Do you know how many times I rented the game Pokemon Stadium because I didn't have it myself? <laughs> Can I be honest? So I think I had, to do the, I had to do the same thing. <laughs> I had to do the same thing. Uh, so here's the deal. I'm actually going to my parents' house for dinner tonight, and my Nintendo 64 is there with all my games, and I will be sending you pictures of the many games that are still there. Did you play Ocarina of Time? Oh my, g- Nate, bigger on sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Now some, you, there's some a, of those temples are scary though. That water temple was a pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, I also I played Legend that. of Zelda: Majora's Mask. There was also that one. I got a little bit Which, into it, and it was it yeah, felt not as good. Too different. Not as good as Ocarina of Time. Now there's one game I you did not mention that list. Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings, I believe, came with my 64. Yes, it was one of the first games. Yes. I'm going to go, and I I am proud to say, of all the games, my boys play Smash Brothers, which I think we're going to play tonight because we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I will literally verse both of them plus a computer on the highest setting. At level nine? (laughs) Yes, and still win. Just to give you a taste. What arena? My personal choice is the Star Fox ship. Yeah, yeah. But area. we Fourth also do of the Lilat system. The evil Andros <laughs> once turned this once thriving system into a wasteland of near extinction. General Pepper has assembled the team. <laughs> Are you literally reading? I'm not reading it. Right I memorized it. Oh my goodness, that was impressive. That was impressive. Either that or the Zelda castle. Uh, usually one of those two. That's a big one and a great for a. 
a two-on-two match. What is your what is your arena of choice? When, yeah, if I we do the, a one. I think the Cornaria. Yeah, I'm in the same place. Cornaria yeah. or the Hyrule Castle. Yes, because here's the thing: in the Hyrule Castle, if you get above like 115 percent, you go down to the bottom. Oh, right. So you can get smashed up all you want, but you might just pinball around and not go off. (laughs) That's how you prolong your life. But a tornado comes up, man, you're you're a goner. Well, that's well, yeah, that's 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 exactly right. Oh man, Uh, we might we might have to forget about movies and just spend a whole episode talking about Nintendo 64 video games because this is. Oh, There's man. a lot of stuff to cover here. Did you now when you played like for example Legend of Zelda, you yeah. call it Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time, Ocarina whatever, of yeah. Time, whatever it's called. <laughs> um, did you play that solo or did you have a uh, a buddy or a friend going through with it, going through it with? You, you mean like like at the same time, but at his house while well, I was no, online? Good, well, here's my life. I played Legend of Zelda. My brother. Jacob, three years younger than I, would be my my brains, and would kind of be like my Navi. Watch out! <laughs> and that was like his voice back then, because he was he was young. No, no, I was an only child. Uh, so, and uh, and <laughs> I did have a, a my my very close friend at the time was also playing it like at the same time I was. So like I would do the water temple and okay. then like I would yeah, go yes. to his house yes. and he would be That's like doing the water temple. Right. Because yeah. you got to yeah, help so we, each other out. There are some things that are a little difficult. There are, but you find but, out you need the long shot that the hook shot's not enough <laughs> to get unlike, into Sheik's temple. Unlike me, he was not a completionist. And so he would not, like, I don't think he went and got like the bigger on sword. He's not looking for those skulls. You're saying right, he's not right. going out. Right, I I'm a completionist and wanting to do everything now. So with my brother, which really helped us as well. It, oh, okay. So you're yeah, telling yeah. me in Mario 64, you're getting all the red coins, you're getting every single coin, you're getting every single star, 150 stars. In you're the game, seeing absolutely. the the cut scene that is only available to That's some. Right. You got the tr- you got the triple jump with the stars. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, Good to know. Were you, you played Donkey Kong 64? Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, that was fun absolutely. too. That you get to be game. the and that little guy that kind of goes around. <laughs> did you uh, did you have a PlayStation also? I did not. I was Nintendo all the way. See, later when I was in high school, like later high school, I got a PlayStation. I played all the Final Fantasy games. So I don't know. <sighs> no, I never got into them. Okay, okay. Oh, those those were there yeah. were there also. Um, Maybe I know we're keeping a lot of this in, but maybe cut this part out because I'm not sure if the uh, statute of limitations is quite through. <laughs> I'm a 30 okay. year old man, but there were certain 64 games that were outlawed in the Baranowski home. Right. Uh, they were not. They were not smiled upon. Uh, for right. example, GoldenEye was a game that I never technically owned. But we had neighbors <laughs> that had golden eyes, so we would sure. borrow it kind of under the under the table, yeah. right? Um, but there were a couple games uh, like Final Fantasy and some different uh, things, even the, like the WWF games, fighting right. and shooting games that weren't super cartoony um, were mm-hmm. frowned upon. I see, right? But you can hide a, a Nintendo sixty four cartridge just about anywhere. You could just put it in your back pocket. <laughs> Done. You know, yeah. I had those baggy, baggy shorts back in the day. Did you? Did you baggy play denim the, shorts? Uh, <laughs> the Star Wars 
Um, oh, there was a Star Wars game for Nintendo that I played all the time. I forget what it is. Anyway, all right. This will, we'll have to do this for the top five. Oh, um, Rogue Squadron or Pod Racer? There's a there's Rogue Squadron and Pod Racer. I enjoyed both of those. Shadows of the Empire. But yes, Shadows of the Empire was the one my friend and I would play that for hours and hours. Oh, I don't think I played this. I'm looking at screen. I remember right now. pre. I remember pre-ordering that through Toys R Us, and it cost like seventy-three dollars <laughs> as a yeah. brand. It was the most. It was the most expensive video game probably that I had ever bought. And like we pre-ordered it, so on launch day we went to Toys R Us and got it. And that that was that was a game right there. Man, I'm looking at screenshots right now. There was even like once you got far enough in the game and accomplished something, you could like play as a wampum. And so you like go back and play levels as a wampum beast. Like pretty crazy. Oh, got it. Well, anyway, Stephen, thank you. This is our video game podcast. Uh, But we actually did watch a movie this time. It is called Jumanji. (laughs) Welcome to the jungle. We watched the 2017 remake of Jumanji, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and I forgot her name. Karen Gillan. Thank you. I had the IMD pulled up, and then I my my phone shut off. I was you I was gave going me by memory. Extra five minutes to try to figure out how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, well, I there believe you go. Gillen was the uh, consensus. I did not realize she was also in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as uh, Nebula, the robotic sister of Gamora, and she was in another The Exchange podcast movie we did. Can you name it? Only because I'm scrolling through the IMDb right now. But apparently she was in The Circle. Yeah, she was our uh, our friend. Uh, what was her oh, name she in the, that movie? She, the one that she got more and more harried yeah, as the movie the, went on. The zombie. She was turning Annie. into a zombie. <laughs> Annie. Annie. <laughs> Which I could not, yeah, I always call her remember it else. the first time, right? Yeah. Glad yeah. you pulled that out now. You know, I always, I always get a little um, sad here because I will see birth dates of Hollywood uh, stars in these blockbuster movies, which, you know, she's now also in Infinity War because of the mm-hmm. inclusion. And she's uh, one year younger than I am. And I've never been in a movie, <laughs> let, al- let alone a, a movie the scale of Avengers, Infinity War. But anyway. And wait, and so that makes you feel like, oh, what? I haven't even, I haven't what been just, in what one am I, movie. Not what even am I doing one. With, well, not even one. What am I doing with my life? You know, well, I, I you're did. recording ten podcasts. <laughs> I know, well, and I take my great pride in that. But still, you know, I have not created a multi-billion-dollar social media network, a la Zuckerberg, mm. by my age, which I should have done, and mm-hmm. also starred in uh, famous big blockbuster movies, which uh, apparently Karen Gillan has done as well. Right. You want to well, get you want, if, you want, if you want to feel really bad about yourself, you look up uh, the uh, Stranger Things girl 11 you know she's like five years old or something it's ridiculous <laughs> right anyway. but i mean we still have time uh until 2049 we have, we have a lot <laughs> of time our expiration date that you you gave us last episode it's a poll from last episode yes yeah, so anyway so jumanji starring Dwayne uh, the rock johnson jumanji colon welcome to the jungle <laughs> which i feel like if you if it's gonna be games. <laughs> so so this is going to relate to our top five later, but 
a remake is not a sequel. It's a very it's a different thing. Right. 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 And so in my mind, if you're going to do a remake, don't don't add to the title or like don't make it something different. Like just just do it, you know? Well, I think it was the the loosest version of a remake. I guess it's set in the world and kind of harkens to the other movie. But as we will talk well, about, I think this movie is about as different as the original movie as two movies that share the same title could be. So it does so that's right. It does follow like the board game, right? Cuz this movie starts with where the old board game found was found or something. Right. Except yeah, I believe okay. at the end of the first movie, the the board game is found in the sand in France. Uh, but in this right. one, they decided, ah, that'll be, we don't want this movie set in France for the original <laughs> part. <laughs> right. So I guess, so I guess this is more of a sequel than a remake. Would you agree? Uh, I, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well, we're still going to do remakes for our top yeah, well, five. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have time to look Yeah, <laughs> look up a bunch of more sequel movies. Okay, well, that's fine. So <clears throat> the premise is instead of uh, the board game bringing the world of Jumanji into the real world, this uh, transports our main characters into a video game and uh, makes them video game characters that they choose upon starting this old video game system. And uh, yeah, they'd figure out how to uh, win the game, just like in the original. <laughs> right. And at the end, you yeah. yell Jumanji, and you're free. That's it. <clears throat> so, um, the right. uh, out, out of five, Jumanji. Oh, okay. So no, <laughs> let's let's discuss this movie more. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, I watched this on the plane, and so you know, mm-hmm. admittedly, not not the best place to to absorb a, of a, a movie. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I found it um, no, definitely not as engrossing or as um, good as the original, right. to be honest. Um, you know, I, I feel like Dwayne Johnson, I will, I'll believe his character in whatever movie he's in. Like, I'm, I'm down with him. I, I think Kevin Hart's funny. He's cool. Jack Black, all that. I just feel like it, maybe it tried too hard. Maybe it was like... I don't know how to explain it, but I wasn't I wasn't crazy about it. Okay, how do you I have, feel? I have I have some thoughts here. Um, I think one of the the biggest problems about Jumanji: colon, Welcome to the Jungle is that it shares the title with the original. I believe if you called this movie, I believe in filming it was like filmed under the fake name Jaguar. Like. I think this movie, I wish it was not Jumanji related because I think as a standalone movie of just like a goofy get sucked into a video game, like just call it Welcome to the Jungle or whatever. I think if I hadn't been comparing, I would have said, eh, nothing like exciting. I mean, nothing, you know, groundbreaking, but this is, um, it's fun. It has some funny moments. Um, But when I compare it to the original, what I think the original did so well is that bringing the world of Jumanji to our lives brought a lot of wonderful dissonance. The the fact right. that like all of a sudden in the kitchen are are monkeys or a lion yeah, or yeah, these yeah. deadly these deadly things. And you would think if you brought us all to the jungle it would still be scary because all those elements are still there. But 
I didn't I didn't experience any of that. Like I didn't I didn't yeah. care about the dangers of Jumanji the the land. So one of the premises is that they have they each have three lives because it's a video game. Mm-hmm. And so like as soon as they're dropped in the game, uh was Jack Black's character gets like run over by a rhino. Or no, gets eaten by a hippopotamus. Right. Which, which was like kind of not it wasn't graphic, but it was kind of disturbing. <laughs> For, like, yeah, he definitely got like, munched right on away. by that hippo. <laughs> yeah, <it was> like <laughs> I just didn't expect it, but so you know he died, and then like he drops back into the game, and they have these three tattoos on their arm. One disappears, and through the course of events, they realize they each have three lives. But like, it never made it clear. So if they died three times, are they like dead in real life? Is this like a Matrix situation? You know what I mean? Right. Or or will they just like be in limbo until someone wins the game? And if everybody yeah, dies three times, really, they're just stuck. Yeah, they never really addressed it. But I, I think giving them the three lives took away a bit of the gravitas. Yeah. Because I was like, I mean, they literally waste a couple lives just, you know, I Being think uh, this Kevin Hart just pushes the rock off, a, off yeah. a cliff at some point in time. Right. Which feels like if, if it was actually that meaningful, like you would not do that. However mad you were at somebody. like Right. Even if you had three lives, you, you wouldn't like blow through the first two. You'd still be like careful. But I Which think this movie like leaned more towards the comedy aspect than the like yeah. you're actually trapped in the jungle. Which is interesting. I guess it's an interesting like character study. Like if you could quote unquote like kill someone but they actually come back just with one less life, like would you do that? Probably. Oh. That's like every dystopian movie <laughs> is that what right, we've learned yeah. about humanity is that yeah, probably. <laughs> That we're terrible people, right? <clears throat> and so, th- so there's this scene where they reveal their like strengths and weaknesses as video game characters, which you know it's kind of a funny scene or whatever. But then Kevin Hart's character, who in real life he's like athlete of the year, tall, strong guy, like he's Kevin Hart in the video game, and like he has right. no real strengths. It seems like except for being a zoologist, and then his weakness is cake. Which is really silly. I explode when I eat cake. <laughs> which they, yeah, then literally later in the movie he eats a piece of cake and explodes. Which I mean, I, it was kind of funny. Like the, yeah, I funny. think that was a I think that was a funny thing. I just I'm not sure if this m- movie had a great grasp of their own construct that they built. And I say it like right, from right. this way. It's like they wanted to lean into the video game nature. So they had like, you know, like tap your chest and your little dialogue box with yeah. your strengths and weaknesses come out. And sometimes these strengths, like for example, uh, Karen Gillan's character can like dance fight or can do like roundhouse <laughs> kicks and things. Yeah. And Jack Black can uh, can do maps or something. So, <laughs> he can and, like, do maps, yeah. And, <laughs> and Kevin Hart can know things about animals. Sometimes they seem to be given like these strengths supernaturally. For example, Kevin Hart is like, how do I know all this about the white rhino? And then other times it's like Jack Black uh, doesn't know what paleontologist paleontology is, even though it's like, (laughs) wait, are you, aren't you supposed to just be given this strength by the game? So like not really having a cohesive thing within that, like, when when they had the little windows pop up that showed them their strengths and weaknesses, yeah. I was like, okay. And the next thing we're going to see is like a little floating checkpoint thing further in the jungle. Because like we're right. really leaning into this like well, yeah, and video they have game. A, 
some of the so I guess one of the biggest differences the original Jumanji none of the humans around the town were part of the game but in this one like every other person in the game is like a construct of the video game right and then so and some of them would be right non-playing character or whatever and some of them would like repeat themselves constantly like how you do in a video game and so it does feel like it's trying hard to skew like hey this is a video game and this is like funny because it's not real life right but then the bad guy van pelt (laughs) (laughs) kind of cheesy is 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 not um if if off if a video game is built around the characters and the interactions with the characters it has scenes without any characters in it and the bad guy is having like dialogue and like killing the other guys that made me feel like well he is so different from these npcs that just repeat their dialogue lines that he yeah. must be the first kid that got sucked in back in the 90s Right. Oh, that because that's how the movie opens. This kid gets sucked in in the '90s, like in a Metallica right. T-shirt. And I thought, okay, I'm <laughs> guessing he grows into uh, this guy because right. when you and go like, into Jumanji for 20 years, you grow up and like just like how Robin Williams became adult Robin Williams. Right. I thought and he then, became the bad guy. Nope, he's just a really fleshed out NPC, I guess. And that felt like that was like a direct pull from the original, like the Robin Williams character being in there forever. And like, I kind of knew what was going to happen, you know, cause, cause they were all wondering like, what's going to happen if we get out of this game? Cause this guy's been in here for 20 years. Is he going to like come out in our time or is he going to be let out in his time? And like, I, I guess they did that the best way they could. Like they win the game, spoiler. And then the guy has been in there forever gets to live his whole life from the moment he got sucked into the game, which right, meh. which feels like it <laughs> feels, feels like really kind of the game. Whereas in every other situation, the game is like ruthless and deadly, but whatever. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. But the, the game is just trying to teach you a, a lesson. I don't know if this, this game is kind of yeah. like a morality tale or if this game is pure, pure, purely an evil entity, which, so, and then there's the one scene, like the first time they actually come together and trust each other's like with that snake in the basket. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, it's a nice warm feeling like, oh, yay, they're finally working together. And then they eventually win the game by working together. Like, it's it's fine, I guess. Right. I, don't know. The, I didn't feel I a think huge that throughout off. the whole movie, it's fine. Like, they work together. They return the, the eye of Tafini, Tafiki. Um, that's a Moana <laughs> pole for those I think at home. It's pronounced, um, pronounced Rafiki. Thank you. Oh, uh, uh, the, the eye of Rafiki. Oh, yes. I think it's Tafiti, I believe, actually. No, I know. I, I, was, about I was just kidding. I was um, Lion King. Yeah. Yeah, but this whole movie was this kind of meh to me and I find myself just I'll embrace the comedy of it but the stakes of it didn't really matter Um, I did find that I really enjoyed Jack Black playing uh, because it's a 16 year old girl I believe who real popular girl mean girl style who becomes Jack Black in the game and he you could just you could just tell he was having a blast playing this character yeah, I feel it was a little weird, like, you know. So there's the whole scene about going to the bathroom. That was a little a long and, like, and a little excessive for me. It was, yeah, like if you want to make the crude, 
you know, joke with a line or two, fine. But it was it was literally an entire scene of like instruction on how to like go to the bathroom as a guy. I'm as like, a guy, ah. right? And that that felt like a little much. They leaned a little too hard into that. In Wait, opinion, yeah. Opinion. Well, some of this movie felt like it was all ad libbed. Anyway, so that might have just been an Im- a Jack Black improv that they were like, well, we need to get this movie up to a certain time. Let's keep right. it rolling. Keep the camera rolling. <laughs> yeah, it did feel like filler. Well, and Kevin Hart, uh, well, uh, The Rock played kind of like the nerd, the scared nerd that became like in The Rock's body, which is kind of fun. Kevin Hart, uh, the the character that he is before he goes into the game is not funny nor yeah. like Kevin Hart e, I think Kevin True. Hart just like you know what I'm just gonna play myself because people you know yeah I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Like even even Dwayne Johnson I think did a good job trying to act like how the teenager would act. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, that's true. Kevin Hart is like the only. <laughs> He's just, like that, yeah, uh, that, <laughs> I'll just be Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, that dude was not funny at all. <laughs> in real life, that's a good point. That's well, good now point. we enter romance corner. Uh, oh yes, Stephen. Did you find yes. the uh, budding romance between uh, we'll just call it the Rock's character and Karen Gillan's character uh, believable and enjoyable? Yeah, I did. I did. I thought, like again, like Dwayne Johnson, like did a good job of like being awkward, mm-hmm. and like again, it's supposed to be like a teenager right. relationship, so it's, it's like first like, crush uh, kind of thing. Yeah, so I I didn't love it. Like, it wasn't super emotional or, like, draw me into the movie a lot. But, like, I appreciated it. Like, that's that's cool. Then when they tried to kiss, that was really weird. But other than that, (laughs) it was fine. I found that scene hilarious. uh, Gross, but hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it was fine. It was fine. The fact that, yeah, that these are two attractive uh, uh, adults, but they're playing these awkward teens. Yeah, like. Having their first kiss. They did a good job with that, the Dwayne Johnson and stuff. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah, I will chime in. I think they did that well, and they kind of captured it well. So, yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Would you rather? Would you rather rewatch this movie or League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Ooh. Well, I would say this movie. Because really? I have seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen quite a few times now. <laughs> 100 times. And I feel like this movie has enough quick Kevin Hart and The Rock lines that I might have missed the first time. So I'd watch it from the the pure like, eh, I'll see if I can suck some more jokes out of this movie. Glean yeah. a few more things. Yeah. yeah. Is your, your answer is the other one, isn't it? Based on your disappointment with my answer. I don't know. I mean, thinking about it, if I had seen both movies an equal amount of times, mm-hmm. I would probably say League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, I but, agree. I agree. But considering I've only seen this one once, like, yeah, I probably would. Yeah, maybe. No, no. I would see League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care to see this one again. Yeah, this, um, again, cut this part out if you feel. But I, because you were a couple minutes late, we'll be generous with that. I did a... Um, <laughs> I knew I had seen this bad guy in another movie before, but I couldn't place him. Mm. His name's like Bobby Cannaval. Cannaval. So I was searching through his IMDb because I knew I saw him in one movie. He's been in a ton of things. Yeah. And I saw him in Shall We Dance. You ever see that movie with Richard Gere and Jennifer Lopez? 
Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> He's like a random dancer in this. But anyway, it took me to his bio. And my question is, do you write your own IMDb bio? So like when we're famous, do we right. write those in ourselves? No, I don't think so. I think their agent or manager or someone else writes it in for them. Okay. I need to read this to you. Bobby <laughs> okay. Cannavale. In both career and in real life, Bobby Cannavale tends to choose the unconventional way of doing things. In the beginning, his decisions may have cost the dark, swarthily good-looking actor some acting roles and or good-paying money. But in the end, his strong work ethic and sense of self, despite a lack of formal training, allowed him to take a successful path off the crowded acting trail. From character goofball and cut-up, he has broken into the leading man ranks with his recent starring role as a reincarnated matchmaker in the TV series Cupid. <laughs> Dated 2009. <laughs> that was very dramatic. Thank you for that. Could you put some swelling music behind me? Oh, yes. I, yes, I will do that. <laughs> All right, I thanks. feel like <clears throat> that is a terrible, terrible resume. <laughs> like the paragraph you put on the top of your resume. The CV. Like, Right. I, I had to think that maybe he didn't have a choice. Like that was just what the bio that my, was like rate given the most thumbs up. Or some terrible like marketing agency Oof. said, listen, the word swarthily is going to get you some rolls. So we got to put it in there. Yeah, he's super swarthy. That's yeah, that's terrible. That's weird. Um yes, go ahead. That's all I got. All right. All right, so let's so, do it. Let's rate this movie on the scale of 1 or 0 to 5. What what were the original pieces in that in the Jumanji movie, like in the original one? Were they like the little like little ivory pieces, little like game yeah, board? I feel like they were something cool. Yeah, I believe the I the statues that were built into the jungle uh, set design of this one were actually large, giant versions of the game pieces. So a little bit of a callback oh. to the original. Okay, that's cool. Well, what what did you say the eye was or that that jewel? Uh, I don't know, an emerald. I don't know. It was a big green shiny rock. All right, zero to five. (laughs) Zero to five emeralds. We'll go with that. All right. You go first. Oh, yeah, I go first. Uh, So I'm going to give this 2017 Jumanji. By the way, I just realized Kirsten Dunst was in the original Jumanji. Yeah. Forgot about that. Interesting. By the way, Um, uh, Jumanji 2 is coming out in 2019. And by Jumanji 2, I mean a sequel to this movie is already in the works. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I probably will not be going to see that in the theaters, but um, I will rate this Jumanji. This is tough because it's. Cause it has I'll, the rock. I'll, so you got to yeah. add a half, but it, I will give it. Yeah, that's exactly it. I will give it three emeralds. I was, I was leaning towards two and a half. Three out but, of five. What did you give League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? This is my issue. I gave League of Extraordinary Gentlemen two and a half. And you said you'd see League of Extraordinary Gentlemen over. And I would, but I understand, like, again. A is greater than B. B Acting-wise. Well, again, my rating, I try to be objective, whether or not I will see it again or not. Right. 
and and again, it's Dwayne Johnson. Would you recommend Jack people Black. watch this movie? Like, if someone said, "Like, what should I rent on Redbox?" Mm. <laughs> what would you <laughs> I say? People, I don't think people do Redbox anymore. But I, I did would Redbox say, for this movie. Settle oh, down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the price I is would, going up, but it's still cheaper than streaming it. I would say no. Like, there's a lot better movies you can be renting right now than this one. I would not recommend. I would not recommend people but, see it. I don't okay. think it's worth it. So three out of five. But so let me change my rating. Don't like it that's, at all. No, that, that's a good. That's a good question. So I will knock it down to two and a half. So it's right there, the middle ground. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, because again, like Dwayne Johnson does a pretty good job. I like Jack Black. There are like funny lines that are amusing, but it's it's not engaging. It's not. You know, it's not super great. So, yeah, I'm going to give it two and a half. What about you? Here's what I think. As a Jumanji movie, I give this movie a one emerald. Oh, goodness. As a non-Jumanji movie, I give it a three. (laughs) Okay, okay. So I will average the median and the mean Uh is two. So I will give this movie two emeralds. Uh, I wish it was not a Jumanji movie, and watching this movie made me want to watch the original Jumanji again because mm. I think that movie is a solid four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that way you don't have to edit because I gave the sound effect if we move on to the rating. I'll do it <laughs> the again. <top> five. <laughs> I like that. Skype call. All right, so our beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So our top five. So our top five movies for this week. Again, your choice. So you're the uh, canonical top fiver. Is mm-hmm. are the top five remake movies, which we've now discovered this might not exactly be a remake, but top five remakes. I'm trying to adjust my order here, but um, this was this was tough, Nate. I did not realize there were not. Wait, are you many. changing your order right now? Mm, I was trying oh, to. Oh, you are. The, yeah, why is that a problem? I mean, you don't know what the order is yet. I don't know. I, I just. <clears throat> that's usually me that's last minute switching things around. Yeah, that's true. No, well, this one, uh, again, like I struggled to find like actual remake movies that I had any, <laughs> like, had even watched. Okay, so, so this is a. This is. A, part that i think i've been struggling with and i think i need to release us of this uh pressure is that yes i was started with the conception i have to see both movies but that narrowed down a lot of them because a lot of them are are remakes of like 1950s and 60s (laughs) movies that i have not seen exactly so i let that go and so I guess I'm less comparing them to their original and more saying, in and of themselves, good job. Yeah, that's com- that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? I have none. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. I have Ocean's Eleven as an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, I knew this, it. This movie <laughs> you were gonna do would it. actually go in my top five, <sighs> as anyone who listens to this podcast would know. But... Right. I can't. I can't add it to another list right now. It's too soon. Another list. So it's an honorable mention for me. Uh, I I was going to do that in a uh, as my honorable mention, but I knew beyond the <laughs> shadow of a doubt that you were going to mention this movie. I also so. threw in as an honorable mention, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. 
<laughs> I had no idea that was a remake. It's a remake but. of the movie The Incredible Journey, apparently. That movie... <laughs> listen, when Shadow's down in the pit at the oh, end... Oh, my goodness. I cry every time. He was just too old. It was just mm. too far. <clears throat> that's tough. That's a tough emotional movie right there. Great movie, though. But honorable yeah, mention. Great movie. Me. And that's all my honorable mentions. <laughs> okay. Who went first last time? I, I believe I did. That's right, because I did Big Hero 6 last. Okay. All <laughs> right. So so my number five, and it's been a while since I've seen this movie, so I can't really say much about it, but I I remember liking it, is uh, True Grit with uh, Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, never saw the original. Didn't know. Didn't even know it was a remake, but uh, I remember enjoying it. So, boom. Oh, Matt Damon was in that movie too. So there you go. All right. Um, my number five is Magnificent Seven. Mm, yes. With Denzel Washington, who, if I could own all of his movies, I think I would. Yes, I'm with you there. Uh, Chris Pratt also plays a great. Oh, just a bunch of stars. I could name them all, but. I will not. In Magnificent Seven is a remake of a remake of a movie. So they <laughs> ma- it's Seven Samurai was the original. It was made into an early Magnificent Seven with the uh, bald guy from The King and I, who I never remember his name, also Ramses from The Ten Commandments. Yes. Uh, and then, then they made it again. So number is five, it a- Magnificent Seven. <laughs> What's his name? Bald guy from the King and I. Uh, is it Yule Brenner? Yule Brenner, yeah, that's Yule him. Brenner, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my number four. You're gonna love this. Now, here, there's there's actually many remakes of this. So the movie is Godzilla. <laughs> but I, I. Ooh, which one are you going with? I'm, and I'm sure if I were to rewatch it, it would not be good. Oh but no! It falls oh, no. in that. <laughs> falls in that golden age of Steven, movies don't don't, don't stop back up don't do it the matthew broderick <laughs> godzilla movie 1998 from, yes the 1998 godzilla is uh, my number four. Oh, <laughs> now, i have not seen it in a very long time <laughs> and i have seen the newer 2014 one and i was like meh give me the matthew broderick one mm-hmm I'm down with Hank Azaria and all those guys. I can't. I can't with you right now. I can't. <laughs> so good. Such a good movie. Uh, okay. Well, my number four, I'm moving past it. Yep. Yep. As a palate cleanser, uh, yes. I'm moving to number four, 310 to Yuma. Mm. Christian yeah, yeah. Bale, Russell Crowe, a, a really great movie. I really liked it. Had no idea it was a remake. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, I hadn't seen either the original or the remake, but uh, but you suggest seeing it, huh? Yes, I would recommend Three Ten to Yuma. Yeah, if you ever need a, actually, a good Western flavor, you know, I got to be honest, I'm not crazy about westerns. Oh, okay, good. So, to know. but maybe, maybe this would change my mind. I haven't seen a ton. You know, I think westerns. I just see Clint Eastwood, and so maybe I need to change my perspective on that. But. Um, Right. Wait, you just said True Grit was your fifth one. That's a well, Western, isn't it? I haven't. Yeah, but, and and I enjoyed it. The thing is, a lot of, like, I, so I Googled lists of, like, movie mm-hmm. remakes. Sure. And I honestly had not seen a lot of those movies. Mm. So I had a very, very small pool to choose from. Thus why Godzilla got in. 
because no, I put that in. It, no, you I only put that found five movies and this Godzilla no, 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 was no. one of them. I mean, I found maybe like five or six, <laughs> but I would have included Godzilla anyway. All right, I'm well, so my, excited for the rest of your list because like, so a, I'm gonna st- like a path yeah. through the labyrinth. I have no idea what minotaur this, this I'm a, about to meet. <laughs> this is going to be a very different... Uh, the next two are, are pretty different. But anyway, uh, my number three... I'm going to give to Beauty and the Beast, the recent, uh, I believe it's 2017 remake. Uh, yeah, with Emma Watson. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Uh, quick question for you. <laughs> yes. Feet, feet to the Fire. What do you think is a better movie, the original animated Beauty and the Beast or the recent remake Beauty and the Beast? <sighs> so here's the thing. I've only seen the original probably once or twice. And my wife has seen the original Beauty and the Beast maybe 1,000 times. Okay. So as we were watching the newer one, Mm -hmm. she was like constantly saying that wasn't the original dialogue. Mm -hmm. That's not like the original. That is not original. Mm -hmm. So her perspective might be influencing mine a little bit, but because she's seen the original 1,000 times, I will say the original would be a better movie overall. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. Oh, what, did, good, you, answer you, good answer. Do you share? Do you share that? I do. I share that yeah. opinion. Okay. I, okay. I believe it. I mean, I love seeing these animated movies come to life, right? With live action stars, but there's, in some ways, I feel a little bit like they're playing on my nostalgia factor. Absolutely. Because they Nate, know that's... I'm going to to pay the money to go see it. So I was like, okay. Listen, television and media culture for the past like twenty years, all they've been doing is playing on nostalgia. Right. Well, actually, and that's why this movie was called Jumanji. <laughs> right. If we're all that, honest. <laughs> that's why Stranger Things takes place in like the eighties or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's all nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That's why Fuller House came back and was terrible. Uh, anyway, I, I don't want to. I didn't watch much Fuller House, a Full House, the first one time. Really? I was more of a home improvement guy. I was. I did home improvement. Did you do uh, Family Matters? Yes. Yes. Yeah. A lot of Family Matters. That. A lot of Family Matters. That's right. All right. You, give me your number three. Number three for me is Italian Job. Yeah. The Mark Wahlberg yep. Yep. one. Yep. yep. Still holds up. If it's playing on TV, I still want to watch part of it. I think Edward Norton's a great bad guy. My number three <laughs> Italian Job. I very much agree. You know, I didn't put that in my list for some reason. But oh, do you know who the star of the original Italian job was? No, no idea. It yeah. is hold on a second. I have what Michael Caine. Really? Why do we fall down, Master Bruce? <laughs> so we can learn to pick ourselves back. Okay, it's not great. That's it's a that's a, a great impersonation. You're in a different region of uh England there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I gotta but work anyway, on it. I would, uh, <clears throat> so if if I were to be honest, I would probably remove True Grit from my list, mm-hmm. knock Godzilla down to the fifth slot, mm-hmm. and put Italian Job in the four. All right, well, maybe we'll allow slot. it. Just just being honest, just being yeah. honest. Cause, no, uh, I think, yeah. uh, I think, I think our flexibility shows our listeners that we're mm-hmm. more about pursuing the truth than just our That's own right. uh, glory. Amen. All right, my <laughs> number two is the Jungle Book, the uh, recent remake. 
Yeah, you spoke about this before on the podcast. You really like yes. this remake, don't you? I, th- I thought it was very, very good. Um, yeah, I just found it great. I love um, all the voices, and <laughs> Christopher Walken as King Louis is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Can you do yeah, a Christopher Walken impression for, for us? I really thought about it for a second there, but I, I don't got it. I don't have it. Do you? If you if you if you're listening to this podcast and you hear a, a gap, that's where he took himself out. After no, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't I don't I don't do impressions very well. So I mean, no, I I I hit it one out of every ten. I try. Right. Well, you got well, you got to try in order to hit the one. You know what I mean? Uh, wow! Wow! <laughs> Now this is the law of the jungle. I can't. I can't. No, man, no. No. All right. Well, well, that means the the one that's actually going to hit it is coming sooner. Right. Well, we got nine more times. Yep, that's it. Um, okay. Do you remember any of the uh, of the mantra of the of the wolves in that movie? Because it kind of stayed with me a little bit, or the end of it. They what, all repeat uh, the no. same uh, wolf wolf pack thing. I do. Yeah, I remember that happening. I don't remember what it is. What is it? it well, it's it's long. I'm not going to say the whole thing, but the end of it is for the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty. That was pretty good. Yeah, not as good as the uh, Dark Tower quote of "I do not aim with my eye." Those who aim with their eye have forgotten the face of their father. I aim with my heart. Mm. Mm. Is that with the? Idris Elba, yeah, Tower? that's what he. Yeah, so is that scary? Is that picture scary? Picture that, but a lot. Gr- no, it's not that scary. I mean, it's yeah. like a. Uh, are you scared by early two thousands sci fi original movies? <laughs> I mean, it depends on the movie. Okay, well then, in case it might, might be scary, the effects were so Wait. bad it was not scary to me. It was. It's twenty seventeen though. <laughs> Listen, I didn't make the movie. I'm just telling you what it looked like. <laughs> you said early 2000s. That movie came out like last year. I said it looked like an early 2000s sci-fi original oh, movie. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I do not aim with my eye. Those who aim with their eye have forgotten the face of their father. I mean, I now you're doing, Liam, you're doing Liam Neeson again. I will find you. <laughs> I will look for you. Okay. It's, uh, okay. Uh, I need Back to add to it. List. Number two. Yes. Go ahead. Parent Trap. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan version. I have yep, seen yep. both versions. I Ooh, saw the old okay. one where they sang that "Let's Get Together." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. a VHS growing up uh, that I watched a lot. And then yep. when the Lindsay Lohan version came out, I had a very early crush on Lindsay Lohan. Uh, but mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. she was actually two people, so I had a crush on just <laughs> one of them. Turns out later, played by just one person. Right, <laughs> but yes. that was early, uh, early childhood Nate uh, uh, insight. Well, you're 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 a good man for putting that movie in there because I saw it in some of the lists and I was like, no, I'm not putting that in there. But <laughs> no, I, no, but, no, I'm a man. But I remember I can't put many, Parent Trap in. The many I'm more of a Freaky Friday TV. guy. <laughs> Although I have seen that one too, and I kind of enjoyed it mm-hmm. as a child or a teenager whenever I saw that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and I think I too. Honestly, could say I had a crush on one of the Lindsay Lohans <laughs> from Parent Trap. Wait, can, <laughs> I do, I rem- can we talk about real quick uh, which one? 
If it's not too personal. <laughs> if it's not too personal. I need to look. I don't remember their names. so I need. Well, to I don't know their names either. I had a crush on the short-haired one that lived in California. I didn't care for the one with the British accent. So I guess that said a lot about my childhood and what I thought about people <laughs> in California being great. Okay. I don't, I, I don't remember the movie that well, well to know. Anyway. Carry on. Give okay. me your number one. My number one. <laughs> the, so this could go anywhere. The Tom Cruise movie, War of the Worlds. Mm. 2005. Uh, so it's a remake of the 1953. Uh, didn't see the original, but the Tom Cruise version, again, from what I recall, was pretty good. I thought it did alien stuff really well. <laughs> Alien um, stuff, A plus. Well, you know, because you get you get you know cheesy alien stuff in uh, movies. Yeah, but uh, yeah, super suspenseful. Got a uh, Dakota Fanning in there doing her thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I thought it was a uh, I thought it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed watching up, it. He packs up the kitchen at some point in time in that movie, just grabbing <laughs> stuff from in the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, I thought that scene was great because it made me stop and go like. If I had a, just a couple minutes to just grab what I needed before alien tentacle legs came right. over my house, yeah. I'd probably grab some peanut butter. Not going to lie. Absolutely. No, it's good. Protein. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Not all before the, all recording a podcast, though. I've mm, learned that's, that's a, a <laughs> bad decision. Right. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, yeah, all the scenes, you know, the scene where they're like hiding in the basement from the thing and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all uh, it's it's good good stuff, good stuff. All right, so what's your what's your number one? I'm I'm curious. My number one on this list is Casino mm-hmm. Royale, the very first Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Now wait a minute, how is that a remake? They had another movie called Casino Royale, back I believe before the Sean Connery days. Also a 007 movie? Mm-hmm. 1967. Wait a minute. This was a spoof. I'm reading the IMDb right now. Oh, well, I guess it is. Well? <laughs> well, but, I mean, it's still, it's in the James Bond universe, so. Huh. Yeah. Oh, so is this like a, a non-canonical, to use your word? That's absolutely right. Yeah, it's not, it's not a canonical 007 movie. Okay. Well, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, okay. It's okay. You cheated a little bit, but I'll, I'll allow uh, it. I'll allow it. Okay. Okay. Well, then. Okay. Watch me do this then. Parent Trap moves up to two, to one. Italian Job to number two. A Magnificent Seven stays at five. I'm going to plug War of the Worlds into four and move Three Ten to Yuma up to three, so I don't have two westerns in a row. A Casino Royale will now become an honorable mention because the movie's so good, but I don't <laughs> feel like it's a remake because that's non-canonical. I thought I'm yeah. I'm so wrong. I'm so sorry. So, 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 so sorry to just call you out there on it. I'd no, no problem. It is actually my favorite John, James Bond movie. Really? Yeah. Of all, have you seen all the you seen all the Pierce Brosnan ones? Yes, I think I have seen basically every James Bond movie ever. I don't, uh, I'm not a huge proponent of Roger Moore. 
I'm more of a Sean right. Connery guy and a Pierce Brosnan guy, but yes. this Daniel Craig um, is is mm-hmm. a modern James Bond, and it kind of showed it was him before he became like a numbed womanizer. He actually fell in love right. in this movie. Right. And that is what I love. That's what I want you, my James Bond to be. Have a heart. You like, you like Casino Royale more than Skyfall? Uh, yes. I like many movies before I like Skyfall. We can have a very you spirited like- Skyfall discussion because it was not my favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. What about Spectre? Uh, I like Spectre less than Skyfall. I think all of I would if you had to put all of Daniel Craig's Bond movies in a line chronologically, yes. I it would make a downward slope in my mind. So, so with increasing years, <laughs> decreasing quality. Correct. So we're gonna go Casino oh. Royale, then Quantum of Solace, then oh wait, is, is Spectre before Skyfall? No, no Spectre Skyfall. has been is the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Down the slope. Oh. Oh. 